Your name cut off, by the way, Tim, so we don't know what ain't no fun. I'm going to just let you know. know. That's how I type. What? It ain't no fun when, when the rabbit got the gun, you know? This nigga. Who, who fucks that? <laughs> here, here we go. Uh, <laughs> That's a common popular saying. Ain't who no fun when the rabbit shit? got the gun. I've never heard that shit. Really? You never heard that phrase? I've never heard that phrase. I've heard that phrase, but I don't heard. I've heard. Your country it. ass ain't heard that. <laughs> I don't, don't want to hear it from him. I didn't heard it all, but I ain't hear that one. Dog. I mean, because the the reason they say ain't no fun because the rabbit is always getting hunted, so yeah, ain't no fun no when the rabbit, rabbit got, got the gun. gun. Yeah. Oh yeah. But basically, you know, Run the shoes on the other foot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised you never heard that shit before. You thought I was making some shit up? No, I said you was making shit up. I was just the shit that sounds stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I was like, where the rabbit get the gun from? <laughs> How you let the rabbit get the gun, nigga? <laughs> exactly. You need to get exactly. shot if you let the rabbit get the gun, goddammit. How'd you let the rabbit get the gun? <laughs> Questions that need answers. But you ready to start the show? You ready to get into it? Let's do it. Welcome to episode 186 of Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. It's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Ask Ketchum, a.k.a. Mr. Give it to me. Hello, 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 hello. <laughs> I am D-R-J. Only known as? D-R-J. And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real-life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy, K. Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. The everyday gentleman. 24-7. But better known as K. Diddy. Take that. Take that. Like, I just started to call Camille the, the woman of a thousand AKAs, which made me think of uh, Tim being the man of a thousand best. <laughs> <laughs> man, that shit was terrible. Man, man, the man. Every time we keep going talking <laughs> that, that shit was terrible. We, we, we thought that shit was fire, too. <laughs> it was like, yeah, you should do it. <laughs> hey, if you go on our, if you go on our website, your you're living, you learn, bro. Hey, if you go on our website, what is he wearing, though? I'm gonna just yeah, leave it there. Yes. <laughs> I'm tonight. <laughs> Sick of this shit. Speaking of the website, you can follow us at www.technicalfile.com. Don't forget to put the K on that motherfucker. Damn right. You can also find us on IG and Twitter at Technical File. Mm-hmm. You can mosey on over to our Facebook Technical File Podcast. That's our Facebook group. Mm-hmm. You can also mosey on over to Facebook. <gasps> Damn. You just <laughs> forgot like that. <laughs> just, just. Technical File Pod Overtime is our Facebook group. We can join in with the listeners, fans, and the family. Don't forget to go on over to YouTube Technical File Podcast. That's right. Um, like I said every week, man, if you guys enjoy being a part of this amazing tech file fam, um, share it everyone you know. Um, your mama, your daddy, your uncle, your granny, your cousins, your baby mama, baby daddy, whoever. Um, all of them. Yeah, everybody, man. Share it everybody. Um, wherever you're listening right now, all you got to do is just share it. Just do it now. It's real quick. Take less than 30 seconds. Um, we don't grow without y'all. So let this family grow, man. Tech file fam out here. 
We're the best. We out here. Thank y'all to everybody who participated in the Tech File Challenge. Y'all came through with some businesses, boy. Y'all mm-hmm. was y'all was dropping some ideas. So in case Appreciate you missed it. last week's show, the Tech Talk, the Tech File Challenge was to drop a black-owned business in the comments. So we got a lot of different things. I saw a watch, some a watchmaker. Yeah, that was my guy Mario. Actually, went to college with him. So support incomparable. That's dope. Uh, you said that was who from college? Uh, Mario, Mario McCoy. Uh, okay, cool, 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 cool. Shout out, shout out. But yeah, is there a tech vouch challenge this week? Uh, how about a Black History fact? Dude, that's I thought about that earlier, but I thought it was corny. <laughs> I'm gonna say like just screenshots and memes and some shit of like some quotes, black quotes. No, I mean like we, we, you know we we can use this space <laughs> to educate too. You know. Yeah, there man. You go. It don't have to be even, even be obscure, like just something that's noteworthy, like you know, George Washington Carver would create the peanut or the peanut butter. Or whatever. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. I'm with it. I'm with it. We should each have to drop a fact too. So okay, I just did mine. No, that don't count. Nah, nah, that was nah, an nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> post patch. <laughs> Tech ball challenge don't happen on the show. It happened in the social media. So for sure, make sure y'all do that though. Oh, the long this is my part. Yeah, I was oh. like, come on, man. <laughs> he over here taking drinks of water. He's sitting there taking his time Chilling. enjoying himself. I thought there was, was going to be more banter. I thought there was going to be more conversation. Um, but wherever you find podcasts, you can find us. That includes Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. Google Podcasts, yes, sir. Stitcher, uh-huh. SoundCloud, mm-hmm. Spotify, Spotify, Amazon Music, Amazon Music iHeartRadio. Boom, boom. Himalaya. Like a player. Player. And wherever you're listening to this episode right, right now, while there, make sure that you like, subscribe, rate, review. Five stars are better. It helps us wow. and we appreciate it. For sure, for sure. We definitely Is this do. the point where we uh, say where we're going to be next week? Or are we going to... Oh, no. Tell the people. Yeah, Just later. tell the people. So, we got something to announce <clears throat> to y'all. Mm-hmm. You can find tech. Oh, wait, 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 dude! Can you throw some horns or some shit on here? <laughs> Big announcement. You can find tech file in many places, as Eric has already mentioned. There's one more place you're gonna be able to find us, though. And where is that? With the good news, the good, good news, news radio. Yes, make sure y'all go and download the good news app. You'll be able to hear us live when we record on Tuesday nights. So if you would like to be part of the show in the sense of being able to hear us live, drop messages in the chat box so we can actually interact with y'all as we record. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The only way you can do that is by having the Good News app downloading and hitting us up. We'll be on there from 6 to 8 p.m. Central Time every week, starting next week. So Next week. That's that's what's up, man. We we syndicated. We syndicated in LA now. So what's called? Y'all. Y'all always hey, fuck them Lakers. I don't know. Fuck what y'all talking about. <laughs> hey, bro, <man. laughs> Relax, bro, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <He> <laughs> <ain't> <laughs> like, we'll get that later. Get us kicked off before we even start. Exactly. Right. Hey, no. We hopped in that damn chat, and what they say? Hey, watch Kansas City teach Green Bay how to win on Sunday. Oh, did yeah, they not? Oh, they okay. Did. <laughs> oh, okay. They did. Okay. All I'm going to say about that until we talk about the Super Bowl is that the Packers ain't getting blown out. That's all I'm going to say about that. 
<clears throat> but anywho, the Good News Radio, y'all can catch us there starting next week. We'll make sure to post the links and everything to remind yeah. y'all. So check us out if you want to hear us live on Tuesdays. You'll also be able to get the full back, uh, get every show we record from that point forward on the app as well. So mm-hmm. check out on different places, different ways. Check us out. We got the YouTube. We got all the different podcast platforms. Now we got like a pretty much a live radio version of the show. So come F with us. We need, we need that support next week. So Tuesday. Exactly. We out here. Come on out. Come on out. We got to make a grand entrance onto the network. Indeed. <laughs> that being said before we get into the sport fact of the week and the show itself we are going to shout out our top listening cities from the past week and also say hello to our international listeners so number one last week what a bullet milwaukee wisconsin the hometown shout out to y'all we need y'all number one on good news too like y'all run it up everywhere run it up run everywhere that. for us run that download it right now if you haven't either yeah, the Good News app. That's, it, Download hey, You'll see it. T-G-N. You will see it. Number two, Butler, New Jersey. B- Butler? I was like, that's no Butler, Butler, Butler before? I don't know. I don't, I never, I don't remember that one. Shout out to Butler, Welcome. New Jersey for, for finding us and tuning in. Mm-hmm. Number three, Racine, Wisconsin. Racilla. Uh, always there. South. What's good? Every week. Number four, Elgin, Illinois. Okay, Elgin. Nope. You've been there, too. Mm-hmm. I've been around. I'll see y'all. Welcome back. Number five, we got Las Vegas, Nevada. What's going on, Vegas? Oh, no, Vegas. I don't Las recall Vegas. us having Vegas, at least Bay, not, not. Not in a while. Bay Bay's kids. I, I see <laughs> Number six, we got New Orleans, Louisiana. Shout out to the Nova. What's going on? Welcome What's back. Going on? Number seven, we got Cypress, Texas. Cypress. Okay. Cypress, Texas. What's going on, y'all? Y'all consistent. Appreciate y'all tuning exactly. in. Exactly. Welcome back. Number eight, we got Chicago, Illinois. Chateau, always. They're always showing love. Appreciate y'all. Number nine, we got New Berlin, Wisconsin. Hello, okay, New Berlin. Y'all been there too. I see y'all. And then number 10, we're going to round it out with another Wisconsin city, Germantown, Wisconsin. Germantown. Hello, David. What's going on? Hey, Brook- Brookfield, where y'all at, man? <laughs> <laughs> Next week we need Brookfield in here heavy. Raise the roof. Yeah. We gotta raise the roof for Brookfield. Raise the roof for Brookfield, y'all. Come on back. International listeners, we had two international countries checking in for last week. We had Egypt. Oh, Egypt, dope. dope. Hello. I like welcome. that. And the United Kingdom. Okay, UK. Welcome. Hello, Governor. Welcome, welcome. Spain, if you if if I don't know where you at, but we miss you, Spain. Exactly. It's, it's been a while. Been a while. I thought you while. was traveling or something, but it's been a yeah. while. We, we hope we hope you good, Spain. Yeah, welcome. You know, you gotta come back. Let's get into the sport fact of the week. <laughs> yep, brother wasn't ready. Um <laughs> again, what is up with you today, Mike? Sorry. Um the ninth. Uh, Magic jo- oh, this is actually a good one. Magic Johnson comes out of retirement to win the MVP award in the NBA All-Star Game in Orlando Arena. Uh, so this was February 9th, 1992. Um, Johnson had announced his retirement November 7th, 1991 after testing positive for HIV. Though he is selected as a starter in the fan vote, many players argue that Johnson shouldn't be able to see game action because that would be a risk if he were to suffer an open cut during play. Johnson shakes off the criticism and leads the West to a 153-113 victory with 25 points, 9 assists, and 5 rebounds. 
He ends the game with a three-pointer, and players rush the court to congratulate him. Magic won't play in another NBA game for four years. Mm. So That's that was wild. a crazy, a crazy, uh, crazy, crazy time. Situation. Yeah, <laughs> crazy time, but crazy time. That is a fun fact. Like, I wonder if you know, years from now, we'll look back on the pandemic and we'll have the same thing. Like, man, people were really over overreacting, or people really didn't know what was. What was what with the virus and like you couldn't catch it by an open cut? And yeah, I, I, I'll just be interested to see how like, how history looks upon this time in general. I think they're gonna look at it the actual complete opposite way, as in like a these people did not take this seriously enough. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see. we'll see. I would like to be wrong about that, but yes, I don't feel like I'm gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> now, before we actually get into the topics of the week, I do want to say. This week, we're treating this as a holiday episode. I know y'all like, ain't no holiday. Well, it's Valentine's Day weekend. Mm-hmm. There ain't no all-star game. So I'm going to make you love me, <laughs> <laughs> Normally, you know, it's like some NBA activities going around mm-hmm. the weekend, Valentine's Day weekend. Ain't none of that. The NBA ain't, ain't, ain't taking away from your Valentine's Day weekend. So we're going to do this like a holiday episode. That means that this episode will be a little bit less... Uh, form as the po- the other episodes that we do. So more conversational instead of me running the show all the way through for the most part, we're going to go like popcorn style and tech order. So Tim, Eric, myself, then Ken, we'll pick topics to talk about. We'll go into it. It's normally just more conversational, more casual, more jokes. So buckle up. Oh, and also instead of having our normal top five, we do a draft. And I am very, very excited for this week's draft. So Let's get into the show. Now, Tim, where are you starting us off at? Does he know he's muted? I don't think he knows he's muted. (laughs) I'm back. (laughs) Uh, We're going to start off with the Super Bowl. What you talking about? Hey, you never know with you. Sometimes you be picking like (laughs) the the D story of the week. I don't know. Hey, Hey, listen, I pick what I pick when I want to pick and then leave me alone. We're going to talk about it when we talk about it. I definitely expected him to start with the, the Rocks football card and shit. <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyways, Super Bowl recap. Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the Kansas City Chiefs 31-9. to What did y'all think about the game? Boring. Super boring. Yeah, it was boring as hell. I was falling asleep and shit. I was like, damn. I wouldn't. Yeah. Okay, so I said that it would bo- it'd be boring depending on what fan base you were part of because of I wasn't course, a fan base fans either. That, man, and it was still boring. It was some Bucks fans that I know that were geeked the whole game because they team they don't count. Exactly. They they're the they only do. people who don't count. They opinions don't count. <laughs> they won. They don't count. Of course they're gonna enjoy it. It was like the greatest Super Bowl ever. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it definitely was not. It was an ass whooping. It was probably one of the greatest ever. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Uh, so I'll be fair. I was wrong, but I will say, like, I didn't take into consideration what Camille said at the end. Essentially, that Kansas City's offensive line was decimated. Decimated. Yeah. Like, yeah. Patrick Mahomes was running for his life every snap. Like, like Russ. I was gonna say he looked like Kyler Murray, like he's just scrambling backwards, like to run around like a little badass kid. Cause damn, he big as hell. 
And he had a bad toe. He ran almost 500 yards during that game. Jeez. Like he did all he could to win that game. Yeah. He did. Man, he off did. the hands, off a of face mask. I'm like, bro, Twice. y'all dropped balls <laughs> In the Super Bowl? Like what? we said, when we recap the Packers loss to the Buccaneers, when you're playing against Tom Brady, first you have to play a very clean game because Tom Brady don't make too many mistakes. And if you do make a mistake, you better capitalize. Mm-hmm. They did not play a clean game. <laughs> and on top of that, their their defensive line or their offensive line, as Eric, they just could not stand up. And it was funny when we had the discussion last week about the, the predictions. And I was thinking about it because I'm like, man, Tampa Bay's defense is really good. But like Patrick Mahomes, you know, like he does some magical things. Like I know we had the conversation, too, about which team mm-hmm. was hot, which team was kind of squeaking through. But I felt like they could always come back. That's why I kept like maybe they could come back. But mm-hmm. It seemed like as the game wore on, mm-hmm. the old line got worse. And then I was like, <laughs> by the fourth quarter, I was like, ah, who trying to play 2K or uh, – <laughs> <laughs> Like, no. Plus, by the end of the game, like, uh, like Tampa could just pin their ears back because they know they're not running, okay. which I don't think Kansas City ever really set up the run at any point in time in the game. No. Like They tried, but then motherfuckers – They could. They'd be out there hitting. They, they, they lost, and they lost to the line of scrimmage. Like they, the, the old line was outmatched. Just yeah. like period, they couldn't get anything going. Yeah, so it was something. And then of course, sorry, refs. Of course, they're gonna say the refs. No, as a as a player, as a as a not a player, a player. A fan. What team you play for? <laughs> I was like, damn, what? As a first time, hey, there's no Black History fan. I ain't got my Cher Lambo. <laughs> I'm talking about like a little Lambo. Y'all talking about? <laughs> but um, no. As a fan of a team who wasn't in the Super Bowl, looking at it, I can see where y'all want to like argue about the refs for the most part and it being Tampa time and shit. But mm-hmm. nah, the Chiefs was really shooting themselves in the foot. I mean, them receivers is like six three, six four. They big as shit. Like Here, here's the thing about like refereeing. Like two things can be true at once. Like yes, the Chiefs got outplayed in every facet of the game, mm-hmm. but also there were some questionable ass calls that almost 100% of the time went Tampa Bay's way. So you can be frustrated. Like, I wouldn't say that's why they lost the game, but it definitely didn't help. I will say that all I was on Twitter, and literally after every penalty call, people was like, the grip's cooking. And I'm like, he was literally holding. Like, I just saw him hold him. That's a penalty. You cannot trip Mike Evans when he's running. To, like, you can't. <laughs> like, I saw it. I saw it. And they sitting there talking about him. Like, bro, he was 6'4". Like, like, there was – I think I can remember, like, two where I was like, mm, I'm not sure if you should have called that one. But, like, mm-hmm. the other seven or eight that they had, they did that. Or the all sides. <laughs> they did that. Like, come on dropping, now. Dropping Pat, like – Yeah, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all had Pat Mahomes out here making miraculous – he had two plays that would have been Super Bowl highlights forever had they been completed. Yeah. The Maybe one that three. he was calling it, I was like, dude got the ball off perfect spiral. <laughs> Hit him right in the face, oh, man, bro. Oh, oh man. what the fuck, bro? How'd you, like, how'd you do that? Like, how you, like, how is that possible, bro? He's like, I don't even like know which play dude. y'all talking about. Like, there was the one where he, like, fell down and he was, like, parallel to the ground and oh, threw he, it. And there was the other one where he just kind of, like, turned around and chucked it and, like, hit him on, like, on the back pylon. I think it was the third and the, I think it was the Kelsey one on the third down. Mm-hmm. 
that was just a drop. But then I was the, say, that was just a drop. I'm talking yeah, about like the, the spectacular the, plays. The pile on one was it was caught, but it was out of bounds. That yeah. was one that would have been a highlight forever. And then the other one is the one Cam was talking about where he was falling and he kind of scooped through it and it hit dude in the face. And it's like, how did you even get it to his face? Like, exactly. but like, <laughs> <laughs> like you like he's amazing. And there's people after the game who were trying to act as if Pat Mahomes is like trash now or had so much further to go. And it's like, he is a very young quarterback who's already been in his second Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. He was also playing with a severely injured toe, turf toe. Yeah. And he had to run the whole game. Year three. Let me say so. LeBron James, this is how you start a, a injury narrative. You got to say it before the game. Like, you can't come out after the game like, oh, I broke my hand. Like, no, nah, fam. Like, you got you to gotta say that before before you tip off. Hey, bro, relax. <laughs> you know he do that. <laughs> you know he do that. Like, if this was LeBron, like, you would have found out, like, as Tom Brady's lifting the trophy. Like, oh, yeah, uh, his toe broke. <laughs> That's why he was running like that during the game. He was limping a little bit. He's like, Matt, why didn't you say that before the game? <laughs> and it would have been a much more pronounced limp. Like he would have been dragging his leg. Oh, by the end, Le- LeBron would have been almost Paul Pierce in a wheelchair. Hey, he's never stopping. <laughs> now we're like, hey, that, that, I, that's the line. All right, time cross like, <laughs> You're right. You're right. I went too far. I went too far. You're right. Uh, this is the line, far. and you crossed. <laughs> I did. I did cross. I, you're right. All right. So, if you thought the Super Bowl was boring, how'd you feel about the halftime show? Mid. <laughs> that shit was, dude, I had so much, so I had high expectations. So I think that's the reason why I was like super disappointed. Cause yeah, I was like, oh, it's the weekend. Did. This shit gonna be lit. Man, that, that shit hell. was garbage, bro. He came out with the bangers, though. I enjoyed it. Like, I, I like the song. Like, I know he, he can't dance. So it's not like you're gonna get a phenomenal performance from that aspect. Like, his live <laughs> voice ain't really that great. Like, it was what I expected. I enjoyed the So song. I feel like if you're going to be, a Super Bowl halftime performer, then you need mm-hmm. to be more, you have to have more than just a hit. Like you need to either be able to like dance, dance to entertain. You need to have a strong voice that's going to wow people. You need or the visuals. Yeah, like you have to have more like the weekend. I don't mind his music. Like I was singing along a few of the songs and whatnot. Although they did sound, I'm not sure what was going with audio. It didn't sound too, too good at the beginning, especially, but. It just wasn't. It wasn't super entertaining. Like the most entertaining part was when he was in the glad, the uh, mm-hmm. which all the memes have come from the gifts now. Oh, with the lights, oh yeah, for blinding lights. Yeah, that 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 was the best part of the whole halftime show was all the the gifts and memes that came after he performed, talking about, <laughs> you know. But it was, as I said on uh, my Facebook page while talking to Ty, shout out to the seventy two and ten podcast. He said he was looking forward to it, and he's like, it really was mid, and I was like. Yeah, they bought some exotic bags off Amazon and put the mid in the bag. That was his <laughs> halftime performance. Yeah. They bought exotic bags off Amazon and put the mid in the bag and tried to get that to you. So fans of the weekend, they saw the bag and they was like, this is my cut. <laughs> I love this. This is my favorite. You know what? And everybody else was like, this ain't hitting, fam. What is this? What did I just pay for? So that's how I viewed the Super Bowl halftime show. I do. I, I can't appreciate, though, that he kind of played with the medium a little bit more than you normally would at the Super Bowl because at the Super Bowl, you got to play to the crowd and considering mm-hmm. quarter that's capacity or whatever it was. I mean, it looked like half capacity, but that's another thing for another day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like the fact that he could go like off stage and do some weird like visual shit with the mirrors and then make his way mm-hmm. down to the crowd real quick. Like that, that was, that was, I like the, the 
technical aspect, I guess, of the mm-hmm. performance. I can get that. Even uh, the the mass dudes on the mm-hmm. field, that was a nice visual to see all the people like on the field. Mm-hmm. Normally, you see fans on the field around the stage. So that was kind of cool, too. I'll give them credit for that. But it was mid. It was mid. Mm-hmm. The mid be selling the songs, man. I really did. But um, Brady ended up winning a Super Bowl MVP. So, and he extended his record with his fifth Super Bowl MVP and his seventh title, just to kind of run that back. So, Brady, congratulate. You know what? Give them their congrats, though. Congratulations to the Bucs. Oh, for sure. Congratulations. Congratulate no Tom Brady in Black History Month. Fuck out of here. I said the Buccaneers. Because <laughs> they organization, they <laughs> diversity shit on their coaching staff. So, I said the Bucs. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely did. Fuck Tom Brady. <laughs> But, but um, no, shout, shout out to all the the coordinators and coaching staff of uh, sure. of Tampa Bay. Most definitely, bro. Mm, that would be uh, Tampa Bay's Lori Locus and Meryl. J- How you say your name? Javadir? J- Javadifer? Sure. I don't know. I don't. I, Mar- Maral. Maral uh, J. Let's just call that. I know you ain't first, asking me. Uh, female assistant coaches to win the Super Bowl, while uh, referee Sarah Thomas became the first woman to official to uh, ref the Super Bowl as well. So there was some things happening. Um, Bruce Arians a real one, even though his last name is Arian. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, I didn't know he was that his, old. His coaches, oh. yeah. Yeah. Like, a lot of these coaches are old. Well, they, that's why I didn't know like, he was that old. more of the younger wave coaches uh, or the newer coaches because a lot of these coaches used to be old as crap. Yeah. He's still busting the Kango. Hey, <laughs> they still getting it. Well, though. ain't he, he the oldest coach in the, in the NFL, ain't he? He's going on 70. Either him or Belichick. Like, yeah, yeah, I would have to. I'm gonna look that up. That's interesting. Mm. But uh, Tampa Bay. Oh, so did y'all see on the um, in the middle of the game, Brady and Honey Badger was gonna jaw jack and going back and forth and shit. Yeah, and who get the penalty? <laughs> so wild. And like those were the calls I was talking about, like that where it was like kind of a judgment call, and then the they got like an unnecessary roughness for like shoving, like after the dude got shoved first. Like I get it, you know, like the one that does the second usually gets the thing, but it's like it's the Super Bowl. Like people have been mm-hmm. pushing and shoving after every play. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't egregious. It wasn't like somebody hit somebody in the head. Like it was just like they shoved each other. Mm-hmm. But you know, building on Kansas City. But anyway, you were saying too. Um. No, so then, <laughs> no, I guess Brady apologized to him after the game um, via text message. Um, I guess things got a little bit chippy, a little heated and everything like that. So uh, Brady apologized, said he was in the heat of the moment. Um, let me see if I can find the text message from ESPN, though. By the way, there are six coaches uh, that are 60 or older in the league. Six of 60 or older? Six coaches are 60 or older going uh, at the beginning of last season. So you had Vic Fan, uh, Fangio from the uh, the Broncos. You had Andy Reid from the Chiefs. Both of them are 62. Mm-hmm. You had Mike Zimmer, Vikings coach, at 64. Bruce Arians, who is 68. Bill Belichick, who is 68. And then Pete Carroll, who turned 70 this year. Pete Carroll, the ball. He is, but he, he he seems way younger than all those people that you just named off. Yeah, yeah he does. For real. I, he still be running around and all types of shit. It's because he's so fiery. Yeah. <laughs> no, but um, 
Brady really, uh, long story short, Brady ended up apologizing, saying that he wanted to actually, he t- sent them a text message and everything like that, saying that it, it was no, he was kind of out of character. You know, he'd been watching him since he was at LSU, things of that nature. So um, in the future, he hoped to apologize to him in person, just kind of, you know, squash whatever uh, he said on the field. And they asked uh, Honey Badger what, what he said, and he was like, you know, some things I won't repeat. So, I mean, he... <laughs> Brady needs want to have an in-person apology now and everything. It uh, had to be some kind of tough to get Tom Brady to come out and to personally apologize to you. I think he slipped up his head. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the reaction that he got on the field made me think like uh, it it's wasn't like, in bounds. I was like, nigga, what? <laughs> 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 yeah. I mean, again, the reaction makes me think he put a little extra, he spiced it up a little bit, like a BA in there. Yeah, like, oh, <laughs> you just pure disrespect. Black history, put my nigga down. <laughs> I didn't you say nigga. Megan don't, don't give a damn out. on here. <laughs> this ain't Megan country no more, B. Chill out. I was talking about Gavin. Like, yeah, he's my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and so lastly for the Super Bowl, just uh, real quick to wrap it up, Patrick Mahomes is going to have surgery on his uh, turf to fix his turf toe. And uh, CBS commercials drew in 96.4 million viewers, which is the smallest television audience since 2006. The Super Bowl, uh, the, uh, yeah, the game, the game, not the commercial. Oh, the right? Yeah. yeah. Were there any commercials that stood out to y'all? I was going to say, we can't do a Super Bowl part about some of the, the commercials. Where the commercial talk? <laughs> Uh, Cheetos commercial with Shaggy. It was Shaggy. That, that was yeah, a great one. That was my favorite one. That was hilarious. It, it made yeah. me laugh. But my yeah. favorite commercial. Like, who told Ashley to cut sure to do that accent? Like that. Uh, uh. <laughs> I forgot they were married in real life, too. Like, I was like, oh, yeah. oh shoot, they are married. Yeah. Oh, they got one of my favorite rom coms. Oh, which, but, oh, yeah. Strings of benefits. Uh, strings of benefits. No strings attached. Whichever one. One, I get them confused because it's two. That's same. the exact it's same. Yeah, no strings attached. Actually, they weren't even in the same movie. They were in opposite what? movies. I think one right. Justin Timberlake and Mila Kunis. Yeah, whatever. Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> it was all one big ass movie. Right. <laughs> it felt like it. it was the same movie with a different cast. Yeah. But my favorite commercial was the Michael B. Jordan Alexa commercial. That was definitely my favorite commercial of the night. I might have tuned out at that point. It was, yeah, I, was, uh, I like the, uh, the T-Mobile one with Gwen Stefani. She was looking fine. I'm like, damn, I look, how young is that Gwen? Uh, Gwen? Sam was like, she ain't that young. <laughs> look her up. And she, Gotta be like 50. Uh, how old did she say? She was like 47 or something like that? I was thinking she was 40s. No, she's 51. She 50? Oh, 50. Huh? I knew it. 51. She 51 for real, damn. Right, look, <laughs> and then I was like, dude, the T-Mobile commercial for show. For show, for show. I didn't know she was that old. Well, Blake Shelton, that nigga down there 60. Is he really? No, I don't know. He can look at shit. I would say, I bet he probably like 35 or something like that. <laughs> he, he younger than me this year. <laughs> look at that. Look at like that. <laughs> he is 44. So, yeah. He's, he's like, he like, he 51. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was, all, that was, that was my two favorites. Speaking of ages, like I told y'all in the group chat, but like I was shocked to find out that Bow Wow is older than uh, Antonio Brown. Yeah, like when you said that, it really hit. Like, damn, on what he really is. Antonio Brown is like our age. Like, yeah, I don't know why I always thought he was older. He y'all age. He younger than me. On what? Thirty two, right? He thirty two. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm older than that nigga. We older than that nigga. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Barely, but I'm not. <laughs> and like the reason I even looked that up is because like you know Bow Wow like he he loved the name drop. So like after the game he's like yeah big dog I told you you know just keep with it and you'll get back on blah 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 like if, if Antonio Brown's been taking life advice from Shad Moss like that explains a lot about the last four years. I mean, since you're talking about him, do you want to go into that topic? <laughs> I can. Uh, scroll down, scroll down, scroll down. Biggity bow wow. Yeah. So um, entertainers are, in general, are getting in on the wrestling. So the aforementioned bow wow has announced that he. I don't want to say he announced that he plans to join WWE. He just tweeted about it. Hey, Vince McMahon going to be bad. Like, ain't nobody seen his ass coming over here. What the fuck? But they actually did. Man, like, who the fuck is Bow Wow? No, they actually came through and covered him. Because yeah. after all of the hype, WWE came through and retweeted. Uh, oh, for real? Yeah. You know they weren't going to pass that up. You know they was. The moment Bow Wow said, after I finish my recording career with my last album, it's WWE time. You know, they was, you know Vince was like, a, a, a rapper? <laughs> That's my best Vince imitation. He's he like, ready to say my nigga again. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he can't say. Yes! <laughs> uh, I mean, is, is Bad Bunny just like a part of the roster now? Like Bad Bunny's going to be there until WrestleMania. They say he go, you'll see a lot of Bad Bunny leading up to WrestleMania. Dang, I fuck with what it. That's like, acting like... <laughs> it's feel like the first time they've had a star in their prime since... Damn, I came to say Mike Tyson because like Mike Tyson was on the down slope. Do y'all know these crazy Americans been over here talking about some who is Bad Bunny? Oh, I, I mean, that, that doesn't surprise me at all. Just wilding on Twitter and shit like that. Was a who is Bad Bunny? We don't know this dude. Like, bro, he's like the biggest Latin pop star right now, like the biggest who? in the world. Yeah, that goes on to speak more so about wrestling America. <laughs> yeah. The fact, like, how you when we won a championship, like, we're world champs, and it's like we only play in North America, fam. Like. we are very self-centered in that way like if it's not and i speak i'm not i don't want to be associated with that but i know that's the the connotation that americans have like Mm -hmm. i mean you know what i'm not even gonna get into covid because i have a whole rant about america and the reason why we are where we are now because never mind continue on about bow wow (laughs) i'm not trying to get us pulled off the air uh, it's been a lifelong dream for him to be wwe champion which you know okay um (laughs) And also, they say tag up with uh, Rey Mysterio so they can be tag champs. Yeah, he, what's his ring he, name gonna be? Y'all, y'all, y'all here for Bow Wow in the WWE? He said he's gonna go with his name. He said he man, gotta go Bow Wow. He said he gonna go with his name, Shad. Yeah, man. Like, look, uh, it's already a, been a Shad in WWE. You can't add a name. He's he he gonna rap his theme song too. Stars already on Twitter, like Ricochet, uh, the Redemption Cats, some uh, NXT dudes, uh, Isaiah Swerve, like some of the bigger names down there, uh, the dude, thick dude, Bronson. Have y'all like, seen Bow Wow's Twitter profile picture? No. He got the WWE logo in it. Yeah, bro. Oh, really? He clouded, bro. <laughs> well, he's still literally being the WWE. Like I said, I got to find that tweet, but they come. Oh, and now for the look. Oh, he wallet, bro. He for the audience. He's going John Morrison and them. Like, look, I said it before. Now. Like, people were laughing at the idea, but listen, Bow Wow has the personality to be a wrestler because he doesn't seem to take himself too seriously. He'll be like Leo point. Rush. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. what he'll be like, Leo Rush. But it's just going to be weird as hell and looking he, at him in the ring. Yeah. He's been on Twitter all morning. Hashtag Bow Wow WWE tagging people. He 
Yeah, he gonna fuck around and come out here and be cold though. <laughs> so the WWE retweeted it and said, "Could the one and only Bow Wow be headed to the WWE?" See, I. <laughs> Yeah, this, uh, this man hey, a of himself like, as a kid with, yeah, we'll a, with see, a wrestling belt. <laughs> we don't see Bow on the ring in a minute. <laughs> At WrestleMania, they're quick. Oh, <laughs> like the longer that this conversation is going on, like it's actually a match made in heaven because they both some attention whores. I'm so telling like, the fact you. that they can leverage each other to get some some clicks, some likes. That's gonna be wild. This is gonna be hilarious. This WrestleMania, this WrestleMania season is gonna be interesting. Yeah. Hey, yeah. As long as he I get to see him get super, quick, super kicked or choke slam, like it, it, <laughs> it's found money to me. They might as well let him host on WrestleMania. One thing I will say about Bow Wow is that uh, I'm not—he's a star star, but we also know WWE don't really know how to handle cruiserweights, and that mm-hmm. man is like a featherweight like, epitome. <laughs> five five on a good day, so <laughs> we'll see how that actually goes. Like right, I like the idea of it. I like the idea of it. Um, but he's not the only entertainer um, getting in on the wrestling. Uh, actually, this ain't even on here, but I saw Cardi B is close to a deal with WWE for WrestleMania. So, yeah, you know, we talked about that a couple months ago. <clears throat> that normally happens. That normally happens. She ain't she trying to wrestle, wrestle. She's uh, just trying to get a quick check. Yeah, basically. Yeah. She'll come in here, smack a few holes, and walk out. I mean, out. didn't Snooki wrestle? Didn't Snooki actually wrestle mm-hmm. when she came yeah, on? She, got, she jumped on yeah. the top rope on somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Snoop Dogg been doing Man, frog splashes. She ain't that big either. Shaq out here trying to wrestle? No. Sh- so Shaq is actually in a mixed tag match on Dynamite this week. Or no, March 3rd. And then he's going to be at March uh, and March 7th. They, they have something going on too that he's supposed to be at. But right there. Whatever their pay-per-view is. He a TNT analyst. The the the, the show come on TNT. Yeah, it, it makes, makes sense, sense to me. Energy. Exactly. It makes sense. <laughs> yeah, like, shout out to him, though, because like he's putting black women on because like it's a mixed yeah. tag match and both of the women are black in the match. So it's, it's Shaq and Jay Cargill against mm-hmm. uh, Cody, Cody Rhodes, and Red Velvet. Mm-hmm. Um, That's quite a wrestling name. Red Velvet. Red Velvet. Red Velvet. <laughs> Let me see she what Red Velvet look like. She would have a fat ass. Come <laughs> <laughs> with the yams. <laughs> no, um, but it was a, it was it could have been Cody's wife Brandy um, who had her arm broken during this feud. But his part uh, as his partner, but Cody announced that she's pregnant and won't be. Oh, they got cool. That was pretty cool, and people was in the ring like, "Oh man!" And then oh, uh, that's how he announced it. Yeah, like he was in the ring cutting the promo about Shaq, and then he was like, "We'll be my wife," but. She had her arm broke. She like, but he, she's pregnant. So everybody was like, oh, <laughs> that was pretty cool. I was like, oh shit, that's dope. That's all. I was like, oh, so her her arm being broken was her getting ripped rolled off. Yeah. So I like, that's pretty dope. But congratulations, congratulations. Thank you so much. Oh, so that's why she came out with that neck snap and like, who the fuck do you think you? Yeah, she. Oh, she yeah. Yeah. with her promos. No, but. I'm gonna use your segue. I'm gonna use your segue of surprise announcements to talk about some NFL award winners. So we know who the NFL regular season award winners are. MVP went to that bad man, Aaron Rodgers, who, as I mentioned during his acceptance speech, he said, "I'm engaged." Like he thanked his fiance, and I was like, what? "Everybody just dropping bombs." <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Uh, huh? Interesting. Congrats, though, on the engagement uh, and the MVP. I don't know who it is yet. 
No, I think he's dating some actress. It's not anybody who he had ties with. I looked it up, but it I didn't know who it, I didn't know who it was. Yeah, I don't so know. I'm getting I'm getting old, so I was like, I don't know who. who but congratulations, congratulations. Is. But congrats, sir. Congrats on the MVP and on the engagement. It's big. Definitely, congrats. Defensive Player of the Year. He couldn't get a ring this year, so he gave one out. <laughs> he getting tired of missing them rings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lost. You won your first NFC Championship game, then you lost your next four. Tough, tough. Oh, so I meant to say that during the Super Bowl part. Like <clears throat> Kansas City fans, front office, like don't take this shit for granted. Like, nope. <laughs> early, early success does not mean you're gonna get back there next year or anytime in the next decade. Talk <laughs> like, to <laughs> 2011. Enjoy it. Don't don't rest on your laurels. Like, oh, we got you know we got, the next ten year, years are ours. Nope. That's just me. keep pushing. Enjoy every game. And I'm at a point in my fandom because Aaron Rodgers is getting towards the end of his career and mm-hmm. his playing time with the Packers where I'm like, I enjoy the regular season. Yes, it definitely sucks that we lost the Super Bowl, but I will not take for granted the fact that I was able to watch back-to-back Hall of Fame quarterbacks play for this team. And mm-hmm. we were consistently good my lifetime. Like, that is like, I understand we want the Super Bowl. Like, I want them to. But I'm also not going to take for granted the fact that we always had a shot. We were always in it. And mm-hmm. in football, that's all I can really ask for outside Must of be better nice. coaching. But uh... – <laughs> well, like, Real quick question for Packers fans. Like, I feel like for me it's just like, can we just get to the Super Bowl at this point? Like, you know, if we get there, gravy, like, I, yeah, I want to win it. But it's like we've been on the doorstep so much. Like, for me personally, it's just like I just want to get there and then, like, see what happens. Are y'all there? Or are you like, nah, it, it still would suck if we lose the Super Bowl? No, I, I'd rather be – I'd rather lose in the, the big game, yeah, than lose in the playoffs. Like, if I'm going to lose in the – like, let me lose in the last game. Like, the, like of course I want to win. Of course we all. Of course. Mm. Right. But, I mean, like, would you – like, right now it feels like, oh, damn, like, we can't even get to the Super Bowl. Like, if you hey. got there, would it be like, okay, like, we ain't winning, but this was satisfactory. Like, this I, – I feel good about our season. Yeah, I, I've always, I've, 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 I've always just said I wanted Aaron to get there at least twice because Favre got there at least twice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I thought like how you mentioned Chiefs fan. I thought that was going to be like I thought we were going to be on a roll. I thought when we won that first one, it was about to be. But it wasn't. <laughs> it was just heartbreak after heartbreak after heartbreak. But sounds familiar. Mm. We mm, we're a little better. Yeah, no, but there's an 85, goddammit. What you be? I want even more. I want even more the last time we won a Super Bowl. Oh, when y'all last won. How many times have y'all won a championship game even though? Like, dude. Yeah. I mean, they had the Colts against Peyton. How was that? Yeah. Fuck Peyton Manning. And then that year that Cutler, like, got hurt. But other than that, like, that's twice. So, again, I won't take for granted what we have yeah. because mm-hmm. we could always be the Bears. Oh, exactly. Whoa, we relax. Fuck. You were just saying it. <laughs> it hurts. It hurts coming from someone else. <laughs> but the other award winners include Aaron Donald, who won Defensive Player of the Year. Derrick Henry, who won Offensive Player of the Year. Beast. Man. These are all Justin, no <laughs> Justin Herbert, who won Offensive Rookie of the Year. Except that one. You said what? Jefferson. I said, ex- I said these are all no-brainers except that one. Except for Herbert? Jefferson? Yeah. Because Justin I Jefferson? I don't think that Herbert winning is one of those where it's like, 
what a disgrace. Like, how dare they not give it to Justin Jefferson? Like, I think mm-hmm. both were worthy, but like, I mean, we know how like, always don't get denied. Like, like, yeah, like, so yeah. it's a quarterback. It's a, it's a more the position is a different. Like, you know, quarterback get the weight because they do more. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I gotta look how to, many top ten uh, categories he was in versus Justin Jefferson at the wide receiver position. I mean, it's quarterback versus receiver. receiver. Right, like it's 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 just it's different. And Herbert himself, when he finally he won, he was like, "Oh, like I was cool. I was happy being in the conversation with with uh, Jefferson because he they both were great. Like it's not like yeah, uh, for sure. Like if, if Vikings fans want to say Jefferson should have won, I, there's an argument for that. But I don't mm-hmm. think that it's like ridiculous that he did not win the award. It's a travesty. He should have got it anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, right. Defensive player, defensive rookie of the year was Chase Young. Yep. No brainer. <laughs> uh, the Walter Payton Man of the Year award went to Russell Wilson. I got like, how many times did this man win that award? It felt like he won this award all the time. I had the opposite. I was like, has he never won this before? Because I, I, I was like, I don't think he had won it. Because I was like, how did he? Like, how is my first time seeing Russ associated? He's a gentleman and a scholar. <laughs> I feel like he should have won it, <laughs> but no, it's a lot of good dudes out there. So yeah, it's, it's a lot of good dudes. It's and it's a big league too. That's yeah. something to think about too. It's a lot of people to pick from. Comeback player of the year, Alex Smith. For sure. Now retire, and, please. Please, you have nothing else to prove. Nothing. And then coach of the year went to Kevin Stefanski, the uh, the Browns coach. Congrats. Great season. Year. Yeah. yeah. Had a good year. All right, Cam, what are you talking about now? Um, still on the football tip, uh, President Joe Biden says that his administration will um, – his administration intends to take up the NFL's offer to use the league's stadium as COVID-19 vaccine sites. I didn't even know that was on the table. That's tight. The stadium's mm. big enough. Yeah, they yeah. are. Yeah, I should help with all right, events and stuff like that. Cam went with a hit it and quit it. <laughs> <laughs> well, arigato. Uh, all right, KD. So I guess we'll keep on rolling on this. Kevin Durant uh, was placed into the league's health and safety protocol uh, last week. Durant drove a team employee who later that evening uh, returned with a positive test of COVID nineteen. Um, during the Nets' home loss to the Toronto Raptors. Now, the NBA's health and safety protocols state that any player exposed to someone with COVID-19 must quarantine for six days. That was uh, – did you see the game? Did you see, like, the actual game when I he was pulled? I seen the clip of them pulling him, though. So, he did not start because they were trying to figure the stuff out, and then they mm-hmm. were like, all right, man, like, we, we think you're good. You can go ahead and go out. So, he was playing, and then he's on the bench in the third quarter. I think he had, like, five fouls, two at the time. Mm-hmm. And he was sitting there kind of like, dang, like, all right. Like, he was already kind of frustrated with how the game was going. And they came out and was kind of like, hey, bro, you got to you gotta go back there because we got to put you in the, in the protocol. And you saw it on his face where he was just like, mm. <sighs> like, then he's in the back talking about tweeting, tweeting, free me. And <laughs> <laughs> the, people, the people see that <laughs> it's a ruse. I'm like, oh, my. Okay, KD. <laughs> yeah, I mean, wow. For one, like, I, I get his frustration because, um, like, he had COVID, I think, back in, like, March or April. Mm-hmm. Then he has to go into quarantine earlier this season because of, like, somebody testing positive around him. 
and now this time. So, like, he's been affected by COVID more than any individual in the NBA at this point, I think. Um, and Carlton Towns disagree. Like, you said who? Carlton Towns would probably disagree. Okay. His, his basketball has been disrupted more, I guess, directly. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, I guess if you're, if you're still – investigate like if it's if you're waiting for test results to come back that will possibly put somebody into quarantine like why would you then allow them to be on the court like makes no sense or be around people period but if wait, that's your concern shouldn't they have stopped the game then if he was directly correlated with someone and he out there playing already with five another great question <laughs> like they kept the game rolling so if you pull that one who's already been playing the whole game should have stopped refs and everybody in that stadium at that point, whoever, because he was rolling around massless on the floor, <laughs> all of that shit should stop. That actually reminds me of that. It was a Philly game earlier this year where they like pulled Seth Curry off the bench, and then like half the team had to go into quarantine. It's like, okay, what about the team that they were playing? Like, why would just because they? Yeah, y'all cool. Like the the rules for this shit is is weird, and it feels like they're making it up as they go. It mm-hmm. sounds like, but we'll see. Because yeah, they definitely. They didn't cancel. How many of uh, Memphis games this year? They just now starting to play for you. Shoot, How many shoot, Boston games? Uh, man. How many Washington games? Oh. <laughs> like, they've been pulling those games left and right. Go ahead and sit them nets down, too, because they need to. If Durant's testified or whoever he was with, if his team employee and he was with Durant and Durant was on the floor. Mm-hmm. Granted, that's not what they want to do, or they, they clearly, because they still been playing. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, I, I mean, I guess, like, in. Not in the least defense, but like if Kevin Durant would have adhered to the protocols, he wouldn't have been in the car with somebody. Without anyway, a mask on, so, right? Yeah. Um, but I, I, let's just say they're not in the bubble anymore. Like the NBA got so much praise for how they pulled off the bubble, and like now it just seems like it's the wild, wild west. It's wild how quickly that changed. Like they started <clears> off being like the like man, like the champions of COVID safety and protocol, and now it's like we're suspending our season. Now we're doing the bubble, <laughs> made through no no positive tests. Now look at you, tripping. Uh, this isn't on a rundown, but it just came across, uh, so I wanted to talk about it. So the Chiefs have placed uh, assistant coach Britt Reed um, on administrative leave. Uh, he actually got into a car accident last week, uh, prior to the Super Bowl, uh, that left a five-year-old girl in critical condition. Um, so that's Andy Reed's second oldest son. Um, and like his two oldest sons have had some problems. Like one of them actually passed from a drug overdose in mm-hmm. 2009. Um, and like both of those sons were like in and out of prison, like for drug offenses. And like, I think the judge even said like, <clears throat> well, I read that the judge said like the house was like a drug factory or something like that. Like it was really bad. And like, it just kind of like, it's kind of glossed over. So like this to pop up the week before the Super Bowl is kind of like, here, like you still ain't get your house in order, type of thing. Like Some people mentioned that they think that's part of why the Chiefs weren't as focused and ready to play. And I was like, I'm sure that can be a factor of it, but mm-hmm. I can't give their whole loss to to that. Yeah. No, no. And I mean, in a grand scheme of things, like that's less important anyway. So it's like that being football is less important than this dude getting his life in order and. This mm-hmm. five-year-old girl is like in critical condition. So, yeah. Is it my turn? Yep. Brings back up. 
Right. Okay. Let's see what we got here. You know, what? let's go to the radio. Let's go to the radio. Let's let's just let's just knock that out. So, Ken, mm-hmm. for the folks who are new here and might not be familiar, could you please explain to them what the radio segment is? Um, this is a part of the show where we play a song that is sport adjacent. <clears throat> it's either written, composed, um, created by someone in the sports realm. Um, Tim is our DJ. DJ, give it to me. Give it to me. And this is our backstage production meeting. Amen, amen. So I do want to point out, because we are transitioning to doing live radio on Tuesdays, this will be the last time oh, that we have wah, wah. the radio segment on the show. It will now become a social media exclusive. So enjoy. All the things that Tim read off at the beginning of the show, make sure you follow in there. Yep. <laughs> That's where you will catch... Yeah. Uh, WTECK radio going forward. So, That's this week, beautiful. it's beautiful. The good news didn't want the competition. So, last week's show, we played a song from Big Chess Brown, Antonio Brown, and it led, it led to Tim saying he wished that we played some more Arian Foster music. So, this week, we're going to play some Arian Foster music. So, Arian Foster, uh, former Texans running back. His rapper name is Bobby Fino. Bobby Fino. And this week's song is <clears throat> Bobby Fino featuring Jack Freeman. Watermelon Sunrise. Watermelon I I got Sunrise. This you said you got this song? So I think I got this song. Oh, so you, so you should know how to bring it in let me, already. Let me check. We ain't got time. We ain't got time. Yeah, to check and see what you got. Let me down anyways. I'm checking. Do you want Dooch to uh, <laughs> play the music as you talk, or do you want to cue Dooch in on when to play the music? No, I can go ahead. Let the music play, and then I'll talk over it. All right. Cam, would you count us down and go live on air, please? Yes. Five, four, three, two, one. WTCK Radio, 69.9 FM, where 69 is five. Yeah, 
Breaking off the top, rhyming and hot water was common. Now I'm boiling roots and hot water with shaman. Time cover the scars, tab cover the ball. A man got him a deal, a crab got him a blog. Dealer got him some white, fiend got him a bike. got him a case to see saw on the life on the beach, getting the tan. My peeps getting the jam. I turn into the head coach, flea flicking the plan, rebricking the dam, rebranding the soul. Like you keep digging for gold, I keep pushing this cold down. Slow it down, they say, but I got my back on the ropes. Now I know how whole felt fighting ghosts, but pious, pious. All they hear is the bias, all they know is the price. So I be fighting them both. Real niggas gon' feel that ballin'. I made my meal at, but I go toe to toe with them all, nigga. This is real rap. Add it to my collection, but it's all right. I had it's a song right. already in Swan with him and uh Xavier Omar. I have no idea who Xavier Omar is. Oh, I'm gonna send you Xavier Omar. Yeah, <laughs> put me on, put me on. So, that was the what y'all think of the, the song outside of outside of Tim? Outside of the skirt, skirt, you know, <laughs> I just said outside of Tim, and you're the first one to talk. <laughs> <laughs> So y'all, so y'all, so then y'all not gonna talk. What's going on, man? <laughs> That's why Tim be talking. See, I, I understand. Hey man, I I'm, I'm just saying. saying. I understand, Tim. I understand, Tim. Fam. Hey man, fuck Tim. Um, but I thought I thought it's all good. All right, Cam. What's the next topic? Um, let me see. Yeah, uh, I guess we can get some injuries off. Um, get some injuries off. Wow. Oh, that's out. <laughs> Cleveland Cavaliers, um, Larry Nance Jr. Um, he's going to miss four to six weeks with a fractured finger. Um, Bulls, Larry Marketing, Mark Marketing. You call him Larry? No, I said, I, I said Larry. No, I didn't do that. I ain't got him, Laurie. Laurie liked the seasoning. Yeah, that's it, Laurie. Yeah. Um, he will miss um, two to four weeks. Steve Nash believes that Shepard's spraying left hamstring will cost him at least one or two weeks on the sideline. Them soft cool. tissue injuries. <clears throat> those are those are the ones when you when you're working yourself back into shape. Yeah. It's tough. He's probably pushing himself too. Hell yeah. And hamstrings have to play with because you think you you think you okay, and the next thing you know, you, you bent the wrong way, and now your hamstring hurt all over again. You gotta stop stroking on his tippy toes. <laughs> You know, I was going, I'm not even going <laughs> Tim, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> All right. So, uh, little, little, uh, it's not little, big KG, big ticket, uh, Kevin Garnett, he said that I don't think guys from 20 years ago can play in today's NBA. So, um, it's just a direct quote. That ain't exactly uh, what he said. Well, no, I think he was saying like he's about to read the direct quote. At least that's what yeah, I, I was about to read the direct quote. Yeah. Yeah. What's your take on the current state of the NBA? He said the game is at another level. You ain't gonna read I, it like KG would? 
Uh, you ain't gonna pretend to be KG. You ain't got no KG energy. You ain't got no KG energy. No. You know you gotta sprinkle a couple of F bombs in there. Yeah, yeah. Let me just get my shit up. All right. So I know you said that you uh you made the team with Vancouver, but I want you to get on the court, sprint corner to corner, stop on a dime, and shoot a three. I want you to do that ten ten. I want you to do ten of those. Then I want you to focus on how tired you are because these players do that for 48 minutes. I don't think guys from 20 years ago could play in this game. 20 years ago, guys use their hands to control players. The fact that you can't touch players gives the offensive players so much flexibility. Defensive players have to take angles away and stuff like that. But if you have any creative uh, creativity and ambition, you can be a great offensive player in this league. The fadeaways, the one-legged runners, the the one-leg balance shots, you know, that's the stuff Dirk used to do, you know, brought the, uh, Dirk Nowitzki brought to our game. And now when I watch Joker play, it feels like he has taken that darkness and mixed it with his own talent. And Steph Curry has taken, uh, and Steph Curry revolutionized things with being able to shoot from distance with such consistency. Clay Thompson, Dame Lillard, these guys changed the game. I don't know if uh, even the guys from 20, 30 years ago could play at this time uh, right here. It's creative. It's competitive. It's saucy. You'll get dropped. <laughs> a motherfucker will cross you over and, and uh, break your ACL these days. The game is in a great place, though. It was cool hearing KG take up for the players of today. It was. When you normally hear the the old heads, you know, hating <laughs> Shaq. <laughs> but... I feel the same way about this statement that I normally do about like the other side of it in the sense of like who can play in what eras of the league. And I feel like just about all of the greats, their games translate to any era. Like I don't think that, especially offensively gifted players, I mean, they would probably get exposed more defensively, but they're going to get you those buckets in a higher level. Can you imagine Ivers? Like you got someone like Ivers. You can't, can't touch Jordan. you can't touch Jordan. Like <laughs> like Larry Bird. <laughs> he I mean like it I, nope. I just I just think that certain certain talents just translate no matter the era. Like I think LeBron could have played in any era of the NBA that he wanted to. Like people, but he ain't physical enough. Like we joked about, you know, how he'd be lying about his injuries, but it's also product at the time. Like he knows how to sell what he had to sell. But if yeah. you put LeBron in the nineties, I don't think that he would have like wilted under the pressure. Like he's a big like he would just adjusted his game. Like nine two seventy, bro. Hey, you could throw elbows at this time. Huh? <laughs> and, and like the last thing Camille said is the point. Like great players adapt. Like they make the adjustments. Yeah. Like Yeah, there's a lot more running, a lot more activity, a lot smart like you have to be smarter with your defense. But again, great players adapt to their surroundings. And mm-hmm. like you think that Michael Jordan wouldn't be doing like you know, high altitude cardio training, like to, have to, to be able to run, like you got your damn mind. Like Mike started with lifting weights because he knew like that was what would get him past the Pistons. Like nobody, not nobody else, but like weightlifting wasn't like a part of NBA training back then. Like you just, like you train for basketball by playing basketball. He brought Ray training into it. So he didn't play on the summer. <laughs> so, <clears throat> That's the thing. Like I, I again, like to Camille's point, I think that anybody, not anybody, but like great players are gonna be great across generations because like they figure it out mm-hmm. and they had to drive to be great, so they're gonna keep working until they break through. Are there any players that you think 
were that were great back then that might have been like derailed a little bit playing in today's game because of like the social media uh the social media air just having all uh, of their Iverson actions like clocked nightly. yeah yeah Iverson. <laughs> Iverson would be in trouble hell yeah bro man Rodman was already an issue that is, that is. <laughs> oh, with social media, I've been on another level. Oh my god, it'd have been terrible. They really want to Mike Gamble. Been terrible. Oh, Bar- Barkley already got in trouble when he was in Milwaukee That's throwing, throwing dudes through <laughs> glasses and. I mean, but like as they have outed themselves to be, like a lot of them when they would take the criticism, but like it would affect them a lot more than they realize. I think. Mm-hmm. Like Charles Barkley don't even be on the internet now. You know, he talk about like how trash people are. Like you think he like people tweet about his kids or tweeting about his woman or whatever. You know, like snitching on him when he go out to bars. Like you think he like wouldn't get irrationally angry about that and have it seep into his play. Like yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, just some wild stuff. Like they do it a lot now. I mean, they dealt with a lot then, but they that social media is another it's a monster. Different, it's a different, yeah, it's a different monster. They used to be able to do stuff on a low, like unless someone literally saw them, somebody could take a picture of them doing whatever they saw them doing. You have to go back to your friend and be like, "I just saw uh, and, <laughs> and, and your friend probably don't believe you half the time. Like you ain't see them there. Like yeah. I did, I did, I swear I did. And now you take a picture and prove it. So, yeah. Um, I was gonna talk about. The trade that happened, but I'm gonna say that for Ken. Um, oh yeah, that is his boy. I <laughs> guess I'll have all the sad stories this week. Um, so we actually had a couple <laughs> of deaths within the uh, sports world. Um, first, longtime ESPN Sports Center reporter Pedro Gomez uh, passed away unexpectedly on Sunday. February 7th, um, Gomez, who began at ESPN in 2003, was 58 years old. Um, former Chiefs, Browns, Chargers, Washington uh, head coach Marty Schottenheimer passed away on Monday night. Uh, he was 77. And then um, there was an ESPN report, no, a Yahoo Sports reporter that passed away. Uh, one second, I forgot to get his name. I think it was T- Taryn Perez. Um, and he was 38. Wow. So, recipe sales, guys. Yeah, man. Mm. That sucks. That sucks. All right. Oh, uh, geez. Where do I go from there? Russell Wilson said that he's getting. Brand Taylor is his name. Okay. Rest in peace for sure. And condolences to the family and all those who were affected. That's. <laughs> That's tough. I feel like we've been losing a lot of people. Like it's it's the it's happening more rapidly. Um, and speaking like just personally, like seeing the elders starting to leave is is it's a circle of life. Like I think about like Cicely Tyson Tyson's mm-hmm. passing, where it's like it's a circle of life. She lived a very full life, but it's like it doesn't make it less sad. Like it's like losing that wisdom from them elders is. It's it's tough. It's tough because next thing you know, we're gonna be them elders. And I don't mm-hmm. know if I'm ready to have, you know, that type of responsibility on my plate yet. So <laughs> <laughs> um, but I will also just take this moment before I get into Russ to say, like, if you do have elders in your life, grandparents, older aunties, uncles, whatever the case may be, make sure you you, you spend some time with them and check in. Uh, Definitely. there's so much knowledge to learn. And you know, once these people leave that this earth, 
all of what they can offer you leaves with them. Mm-hmm. So uh, we should all just take advantage of the opportunities we have to spend with people when we can spend them with people. Most definitely. Give them their flowers while they're here. For sure. For sure. Tell your, and tell your friends you love them. Tell your people you care about them. Check in on folks. Just mm-hmm. spread, just keep keep doing that. Keep doing that. That's what this year is reminding The last year is reminding me. Just keep, che- like, love on your people. But Russell Wilson, he said that he's frustrated by the amount of times that he's been hit throughout his career. And he also expressed a desire to be more involved with the team's personnel decision. Now, for the record, in just case you didn't know, Russ has been sacked almost 400 times Damn. in his career. Everybody Three, 394 to be exact. And that is the most that a player has ever been sacked in their first nine seasons since the merger took place back in 1970. The running joke is Russ say hike and run. We know yeah. this. <laughs> we know this. This man says hike and takes the fuck off. That's why he's so crafty in the pocket. He has no choice. He ain't never had no help. That's what I told y'all. They ain't never had no line there. Ever. That's, that's why I was laughing uh, at some of the gifts that came out in memes with Pat Mahomes. It was a clip from Remember the Titans where Denzel was talking to player like, oh, it wasn't fun now, was it? And it was like Deshaun Watson <laughs> talking to uh, <laughs> Pat Mahomes. That was probably Russ too, like, it ain't fun running the whole game now, is it? Is it? Magic happened to shit. Bet you wish you had a pocket, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is the first time that Russ has ever publicly expressed any degree of displeasure with the franchise and the fact that he mentioned he don't want to get hit no more. He wants some more input on personnel decisions. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens with Russ. It's, you know, players speaking out in the NFL is something new. So I'm, I'm here for Russ speaking his mind. But it makes me wonder... Do you think there should be a line drawn with how much input a player can have on personnel decisions? Because you think of a situation, it's a different sport, but LeBron built the Cleveland Cavaliers. And then once he left, like that team, it like crumbled. Yeah, because it was built on. I think that's the fact of having a super uh, superstar. Like if you have your franchise quarterback or your franchise player in basketball, mm-hmm. like if you want to keep them happy and satisfied, like you got, you kind of got like, it's a partnership at that point. Um, so they need, they should have a level of influence. Like I'm not saying like they need to be the GM, but at the same time, like I think that if it's if it's their team and you try to make you saying that they're the leader and they're like they should have some input on like who their troops are. Yeah, absolutely. But I on the flip side, I would, like I I was gonna say originally like also. You know, quarterbacks, like, they take these big-ass contracts and then they're upset because they don't have the weapons or the offensive line or the defense. And it's like, well, I mean, we're paying you a quarter of our salary cap. <laughs> How are we supposed to pay these people? Uh, which, I, I mean, I don't I, I don't begrudge them. Like, yeah, get every, every cent that people offer you. But at the same time, like, you also got to re- recognize that when you take that, you know, highest contract in NFL history, like, there's a trade-off that comes with it. Mm-hmm. I agree. Ken, you want to talk about D-Row, your boy? Oh, yeah, I can talk about D-Row. <clears throat> um, so Detroit has agreed to trade guard Derrick Rose to the New York Knicks um, for Dennis Smith Jr. and a 2021 second-round pick. Um, 20, yeah. So Derrick Rose re- reunites with Thibodeau. Uh, who coached him in Chicago and also Minnesota. So that's dope. 
And then he always wanted to play um, in New York. He always, you know, calls it the Mecca and, you know, he liked the nostalgia. Of it, so, huh? This is, this is return to the Mecca. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He loves to play there anyway. So it just makes sense. And then Timbo, though. Wherever Tibbs go, he got to get a boy. He made sure, yeah, D-Rose is right there. <laughs> he got to get his boy. I mean, now that Miami is kind of a sinking ship, Jimmy. Yeah. Mm. I, well, I don't. I still don't Julius, understand what's Julius happening Randall, in Miami. Julius been balling. I'm well, sorry. He has. Dragic yeah. still been hurt too. Like he was a key I, call. I mean, like in Miami's defense, like one. <laughs> I do. I can't appreciate that Giannis kind of tanked a whole bunch of teams, like Dallas, Toronto, and Miami, all like. <laughs> Make moves this summer because they were trying to wait for next year, and and then he resigned after they couldn't make any other moves. Mm. Um, but yeah, like Thank I, you, I, yeah. <laughs> I Miami got hit hard with COVID at one point too. Like Jimmy apparently lost like 10, 15 pounds. Mm. He had COVID. Mm. Like it actually affected him. Like he wasn't asymptomatic. So and Dragons was out for a minute, and he still kind of he's been playing hurt. Yeah, yeah um, they got to figure that out, but. Anyway, D Rose. Um, yeah, I know, I know a lot of Knicks fans I saw on Twitter were concerned like he was gonna come in and take Emmanuel Quickly's minutes and like there's some reason, you know, New York, whenever there's a new player that comes on the scene, like that's the next, you know, savior of the Knicks. <laughs> um but I'd say that, like it, it's a lot of guard minutes to go around, like I think he'll be fine. Yeah. And they might um, play more at the two, like the Pistons did. Mm-hmm. Just another guard out there on the court. And D Rose himself too said, like, I'm here to be a vet. Like, I'm here to help the young guys. So I just had the chance to play in New York again. Thanks, thanks, Tib. So here we go. Just make sure Tibbs knows that. Like, cause you know, <laughs> Tibbs would run out and, and and play him for 35 minutes. Forget about the young guys. Exactly. Yeah. But um, I I like that for two reasons. One, I like it because it just gives New York another bet. Like mm-hmm. they they've actually been competitive this year, which can't say for the last couple of years, so kudos to them for that. And then also, like he, got, that kind of takes him off the board for other, <laughs> other contenders. So the East is looking wild right now. I'm looking at the <laughs> standings from Boston, who's number four, down to Cleveland, who's number ten. They're separated by two games total. That's a wild shit. Boston is twelve and ten, and Cleveland is ten and fifteen. Yeah, we're still not too far into the season where any team that's playing bad is out of it. Like you, you can except turn around with a win, you know, except for the Wizards. And Detroit, you can turn around with a with a with a nice long win streak. So keep hooping. Yeah, yeah uh, and shout out to y'all. And I'm pointing to Ken and Camille. Y'all boys balling. Lamella. I mean, we've been trying to tell y'all for years now. Ain't nobody been trying to listen though. We've been trying to tell y'all. We've been waiting for this. We knew this is what he was going to do, man. We saw the greatness. He's yes. <laughs> been so, so good that, like, ESPN, Bleacher Report, all of them, they done dumped Zion. Like, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> we got a different oh, one. Mello, you got? You got one of the ball boys over there. Ball. Uh, he is. Hey, actually, Lonzo's been playing pretty good, too. Mm-hmm. Do y'all think Lonzo gets traded before the deadline? I know that's all. Mm-hmm. Random, but I know. Yeah, like, I it doesn't seem like they have him like as a, a key piece of their future, but yeah. the way he's been playing, like he might have he might have changed his mind. Yeah, changed it. Yeah, he's been balling. Man, Lamelo, youngest player ever to make seven threes in the game. How here? Would y'all trade DJ for uh Lonzo? 
Yes. Yes. It's not too many people I wouldn't trade DJ for. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, I gave on, up man. on DJ, huh? It's time to go. You talking about DJ Wilson? Yeah. Augustine. Oh, Either Augustine. Way, Augustine. You take him too. Uh, for Lonzo? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Come on. How's that yeah. even a question? I Listen, I, for, I don't even think about DJ Wilson. I forgot about that nigga. That's what I was like, hey, DJ Wilson, what? How's that a question? I'm talking about Augustine. Damn, yeah. I sure forgot about okay. DJ. You have to get to like Dante for it to even be like a consideration on my part. Like, Anybody on the bench, say for probably Bobby Portis. Mm. Even that one, be like, he on a one year contract, he ain't coming back. Bill for the future. Shoot, Bobby might. Bobby, 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 seem, Bobby loves it here. From everything I see, I be he be on Twitter tweeting this like he this the happiest ever been. And I always forget that Bobby Portis is only twenty five years old. I feel like he's older than what he is. <laughs> but anywho, yeah. are we doing other transactions now? Or are we are we moving? Might as well as. What much? Can um, can like I don't X out the uh, I was just talking about D Rose. Yeah, um, so uh, you got it. Hold on, yeah. How you said his last name? Vonley. Vonley. Okay. Uh, so free agent Noah Vonley is expected to sign a deal with the Brooklyn with the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, Vonley provides immediate um, rotational depth um, to the Nets. Yeah, they just need any warm body that's six nine or taller. Facts. He wasn't terrible last time he was with a team either, was it? He was with New York, wasn't he? Maybe I don't y'all. remember where he last played at. I think he, he might have been with you. last year. But yeah, I would say I always thought he was supposed to be another one of those cats that it was like Julius Randle. Wasn't he supposed to like a Julius Randle uh clone coming out of college or some shit like that? Dang, I didn't realize he was that old. He drafted back in twenty fourteen. He's averaged five points and five rebounds. Yeesh. Like I said, warm body that's six nine or taller. He was he was picked what uh, top nine. ten out of Indiana. Uh, nine. You close? He was yeah. number nine. He's he a drafted, top ten drafted pick by uh, Charlotte. Yeah, he was supposed to be nice, but say my be. Hey, everybody can't be Lamelo. That's what's in lifetime. Last but not least. Yeah. Um, Indiana assistant coach um, Bill Baino um, resigned citing um, mental health. That, yeah, that <laughs> no I definitely added that on there because we've spent time on this show just talking about the importance of mental health mm-hmm. and all everything that goes along with that. And I thought that it was notable that he decided to resign. He said he's not ruling out coaching in the future and or anything like that, but to take care of him, take care of himself. Take care yeah. of himself. We got to. The NBA grind with the pandemic, and then on top of that, he uh, had some personal losses. Lost both of his parents within a year of each other. Hmm. And he also had multiple close friends who passed away during the pandemic. And that's enough to weigh <laughs> on anybody to affect your job performance. So definitely sending out positive vibes. It's to, to Coach Bano as he continues um, taking his mental health seriously and getting the help that he needs. For sure. All right. Tim, what we own? Some trade rumors. And you know what? Uh, some trade some some football. So, Carson Wentz and the uh, E have been working on the trade. These cats said they want a Matthew Stafford-like package for Carson 
you know Matthew Stafford is a hell of a lot better of a quarterback than Carson Wish. This is why he got two firsts, a third, and another starting caliber quarterback. Because Matthew Stafford is a good starting quarterback. Carson Wentz is not a good <laughs> starting quarterback. Carson Wentz got benched for a rookie this year after you gave him a big contract extension. Carson Wentz has not been good enough for y'all to get this package back. I almost wanted to blow the whistle on him for asking for such a it was bold as fuck for asking some shit like that. Just throw that out there like, like no. So is that a sign that you're not going to trade him then? What's, what's crazy is that the two teams that have been in the strongest running for Wentz are the Colts and the Bears. And from what I've read, <laughs> what I've read, the Colts were like, okay, if you asking for all that, you're going to have to give us a player or a pick or something back because that's a lot. And the Bears apparently are growing impatient because they like, what we gave, what we offer, what we offer. You gonna take it or not? Because you asking for a lot. The Bears kind of think that they might be overvaluing Carson Wentz, but I don't you know think, why well, the Bears. Like, <laughs> even be thinking that this is the logical choice that we should go. It's fucking Car- all these quarterbacks out here, yo. This is the biggest, the biggest summer for quarterbacks to be out here, yo. Every all these quarterbacks, we got Bridgewater, we we got Cam out here. Like, come on, bro. Y'all go to Carson Wentz, bro. Of all, come on, stop it, bro. This is this is what it is being a Bears fan, man. They constantly just smack you in the face and say "fuck you." I wonder if if y'all did get Carson Wentz, would y'all be trading foes to get him, or yeah, that's or would y'all no they be trying to do Philly part two. <laughs> they're gonna keep foes too. Like, what the fuck? She's trying to copy you. All right, and then you get her at the end, right? Like, we rehearsed, and then we're gonna they throw the That's how we got the ring last time, right? That's the playbook? Okay, that's what we're gonna do. If they get wins, they're gonna keep foes. Trust me. For, for <laughs> I think foes the only quarterback on your roster, too. Yeah. For Winston say, I think, like, the Colts will probably be the best situation for him. One, they don't have a starting quarterback. And two, like, it reunites him with <laughs> the offensive coordinator from when. He was good. So and three like, they yeah, play back, that's gonna believe in yeah, they have a line. <laughs> gonna believe in him, get him a coach that he's familiar with and comfortable with, like maybe cause it seems like that that was what kind of doomed him in Philly, I mean aside from the injuries, was that he felt like Doug Peterson let, lost confidence in him. So I mean the Colts need him, but like the Colts literally are a quarterback away from being like mm-hmm. Perennial, because <laughs> that defense is amazing. That offensive line is crazy. Jonathan Taylor is a monster. Like they, they Philip Rivers had a good ass year behind that line. Jonathan Taylor in the uh, in the top five in rushing yards because of that line. You put Carson Wentz back there with his old quarterback. Yeah, he'll probably find some magic. Then we won't be calling a mass. And I, I think that he's a good buy low candidate. Like I know you know like the price ain't low. Like what Philly is apparently asking for, but we all know that that's not what they're getting. I also don't blame him for asking for it because, like, hey, if somebody's dumb enough to get it, I mean, jump this high, like, fuck it, let's go. But I think, you know, I think it will end up getting done way lower than that price that they're asking for. Some analytics dude told him that because of Carson Wentz's age and MVP, <laughs> that he's worth that package. Some dude. Did he won MVP or he was just, like, a finalist? I believe he was He was up there. He was no. a finalist. I don't think he, he won was, it. He was up there because it was the year the golf was actually cold. Yeah. He was playing well. Was he the Super Bowl? No, no. Brady won MVP that year. Mm-mm. 
Damn. Oh yeah. Ty Gurley and Carson were the, uh, were the runners up. Yeah, that was, he had he had an MVP all three of, them, of all three of them who's still actually playing good. Three years later, <laughs> life comes at you fast in the NFL. Unless you Tom Brady. Unless you Tom Brady. <laughs> all right, Eric. Fuck Tom Brady. Um. Oh, former Milwaukee Brewer Chris Davis was uh, traded from Oakland to Dallas for shortstop Elvis Andrews. Um, I just thought that was noteworthy because I actually recognized both names in the in, in, in MLB. <laughs> <laughs> I usually know those two players. Um, Davis left us and we became cold, bro. Cold, cold. Cold with the A's. Man, he was cold. I'm like, oh, what the? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he did hit a bunch of home runs here, too. He just – Also, he had a big – Oh, he did, right. He had that big year, and then we turned around and traded him. I thought he was supposed Probably to be sell high. Thinking that, was, thinking that was it. Like, hey. But. Who made this? Was that Scope? And the Chris Davis trade? Yeah. I can't remember. I'm going to look it up. You can go on. I guess I'll just stay on baseball for a second. We're getting to the end of the topics for the week. MLB is reportedly making some changes to the baseballs because they're trying to control the home run rate. <laughs> you boys hit too many long balls last year. All because, yeah, <laughs> they hit almost 7,000 home runs last year. So I guess the MLB is like, oh, they're having too much fun. Let's we'll change the home runs. Wait, didn't they want to increase the fun? Exactly. <laughs> and now you're taking the fun away again? Juicing like, the balls. You starting to pack on base and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Automatic outs and shit. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Too much fun. Too, too many runs. Too many runs. Hey, listen, guys. Too much fun. You motherfuckers took that shit to the extreme. 7,000 home runs. Holy shit. That's a lot of That's a lot of fucking home runs. 7,000? I'm not mad at it though. Everybody was slow. It was knocking the pictures. I told you last time. I really uh, before that Brewers run. I was we talked about a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It was the McGuire Sosa. Like that's when I was like, yeah, like man, baseball so fun and <laughs> juicing. Judge sitting and them cats out here just launching 480 foot home runs. <laughs> I oh love it. God. Give me more home runs. That's a wild stuff, but uh. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting to see how many. Uh, the, it's, I guess they're supposed to be heavier, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Apparently, a lot of teams want these new balls though, because the pitchers want them to be like, "Dog, stop, stop with this bullshit." Yeah, pitchers <laughs> are the ones who suffer. Hey, they. they, they <laughs> this uh, is uh, <laughs> <laughs> ate up this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's getting fired. You can't keep the ball in the park. Nobody can. Exactly. What you want to do? <laughs> they put too much juice on these balls. Sir, you gave up 50 <laughs> <home runs. laughs> 50 by your damn self. <laughs> right. Juicy. Can. Next topic. We got we got, um, we got three more. We got three more. We ain't talking about we are not y'all are what we are not using these episode titles, fam. Hey, yes. We are not calling no. 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 We are no, no balls juicy, no juicy balls. No. I just want you to find a clip art for that shit. No, exactly. No, no. Too much on the ball. No. Oh, been wild. Stroking on tiptoes. None of these can work for a title. Man. Stroking on tiptoes is a great title. I'm sorry. We've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I dare to tell Achilles fucking around. 
<laughs> Anyways, but um, yeah. So the, the WWE legend, uh, The Rock's Miami football car sells for forty five k on Super Bowl Sunday. He would just be having mu- too much money, like. The Rocks. Okay. I barely pay forty five dollars for that shit. <laughs> you know he got a new show coming out. Uh, Talk about it, Young Rock. Yeah, it starts next. Uh, I think it's next week. Mm-hmm. Damn, I, seen, I seen a commercial for that quick. That is. Yeah, I seen a commercial for that like two months ago. It looks kind of interesting. I might, I might check it out. I'm gonna check it out. Just to play what we uh, talked about before. Uh, Chris Davis was traded for two prospects. Uh, one was Jacob Nottingham, who I think made it to the big leagues. The other guy was named Bubba Derby. And they were apparently opening up space for Domingo Santana, who did not pan out. Mm, um, not at all. So I mean, Domingo wasn't bad. He won Chris Davis. Yeah. He won. He won. <laughs> That's why we was pissed about it. Traded him for peanuts. <laughs> peanuts. <laughs> 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 hey, before we get to the last two topics, so Tim and Eric, I don't know if one of y'all just want to finish it up. I do. I just want to give a little special listener shout out. I want to shout out at Mark W. Wellner on Twitter because shout he be out. hitting us up all the time. Like he's consistent. He listens consistently. He be adding us when he sees stuff that he thinks mm-hmm. gonna be interesting to us. Shout I just out, wanted man. to say I appreciate you, sir. I yeah, appreciate you, we'll Yeah, see. last two topics. Get a new uh, profile pic, brother. I run it. I run it. I run it now. Um, what he wants? Never mind. He told us a, a story about a gentleman's establishment that he went to. Yes. 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 He did. Yeah. Love it. Uh, the, the young man we just mentioned. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, that's, out, that's an archives. That's an archives. L.A. Dodgers signed Rainer and El Cy Young winning Trevor Bauer to a three-year, one hundred and two million dollar contract. Now, that's crazy because the Dodgers are already stacked. They already got uh, fucking Granky. No, not Granky. Clayton Kershaw over there. And then they already had David Price over there. So now they had three former Cy Young winners within like the last 10 decades and shit like that on the squad on top of uh, Walker Bueller. And they got a young pitcher that's coming up. supposed to be like one of the top pitching prospects. Like, them motherfuckers is stacked. It's going to be the Padres. And the Dodgers. <laughs> I saw a headline and it literally it just said the Dodgers are unbeatable in 2021. Says they, prediction system. They got Mookie still over there. And they, I, but bro, they, they still got the whole bro. No, the Dodgers is unfucking believable, bro. But the Padres was hey, they was gearing up. They were spending year. that money. Yeah, they was. Man, they've been spending that money. Those gonna be some good games. Those gonna be the games to the Padres. That's interesting. Like it happened. It felt like it happened slowly over time, but the Dodgers definitely became the Yankees. Like, yeah, I mean, they was gonna get there once Magic them took over. That's, that's, that's like when it started. Four billion or some shit like that for the team. So it was something up there. Yeah, that that once that whole group bought the Dodgers out, they was like, nah, this LA. So we <laughs> make this LA. So yeah, they've been slowly getting there. Um, but his contract is for three years, one hundred and two million. He has opt outs after the first two. So he's expected to make forty million in twenty twenty one and forty five million in twenty twenty two. He'll be the highest paid player in the MLB history in twenty one and then again in twenty twenty two. This may be short lived, like the WWE twenty four seven belt, because motherfuckers get paid every day, B. So (laughs) for now, we'll say for now. As of right now, he'll be that highest paid player. 
Everybody get paid every day. Every day, B. Forty-five million. That's unfair. Look, Harding offered fifty. I'd be happy if someone hit my hand with forty-five thousand. Like I don't even need the measure. Like just, you know what I can do with forty-five thousand right now? I could do like I'm not even being great. Like if, if any athletes are listening to this and they just got some, you know, instead of buying like a bag, fuck it. Instead of buying a, a, a Dwayne Johnson college football card. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> hit the cash app. At Camille Monet. Hit the cash app. Or, you know the hash sign. Hit, hit, hit it. Go ahead. Where the money reside. Where the money reside. I'm trying to be that. Come on. Wait, did, did he have a commercial? I ain't see him. It was I in the pre-show, apparently. Oh, I ain't, I ain't see the pre-show. I was looking for it. It was in the pre-show. I tuned in like right at kickoff. Kickoff. I tuned in right after kickoff, but I did go back to watch uh, Jasmine Sullivan do her thing. Fire. And last my son keep busting in this room like he uh baby Joker, like no more locked doors. <laughs> <laughs> looking at you and shit, closing the door slowly. <laughs> All he do is like he come bust in the room and then like backs out and runs off. Like <laughs> Hey, he said, Don't lock them doors around me. Don't close that door. You're alive in here. <laughs> I need to see you. On you and shit. Right. But um, okay, last thing. Pro Football Hall of Fame. Congratulations to the 2021 inductees. We got guard Alan Fanica, <clears throat> coach Tom Flores, wide receiver Calvin Johnson. First time uh he got of course we knew Megatron get on the first ballot. Uh safety John Lynch with a lot of controversy and uproar. Um, Shame that that man got in the Hall of Fame before Leroy Butler did. Leroy, that's all I'm gonna say about that. I'm gonna just and if you disagree, look up look at the numbers and you tell me how, how. And it's only because Lance is still relevant, like the media, and he's still because he's white. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong; he didn't have a bad career, but Leroy was he was Leroy was different for his generation, for his time. Like he was, the, I think, the first safety had like 20 sacks and 20 picks. Like throughout his career and shit. Like, granted, it's more the guys that do that now, but at the safety position at the time, no, that was different. Mm-hmm. Like, Leroy was, he changed the game and for Lynch to get in before him. And then you got the next guys up. It's like Ed Reed and Troy Palomalos is coming up now. Like, damn, when he going to get a shot? Steve Atwater. I mean, he got in last year, but damn. Another <laughs> one. Like, come like, on, man. It's been, he should have been in. Should have been in there. So like, across the board, Leroy Butler's numbers are superior to John Lynch. Yep. John Lynch is hitting yep. hard. I mean, not, not saying that he wasn't a good safety, like, but his color card was hitting hard. But that's what people remember. That. G- Leroy was doing all that shit. He was sacking cats. He was picking the ball off and shit like that. Like he's making the hard hitting tackles. Like he was all over the fucking place. But Shame. I don't never show no love, bro. Leroy getting eventually off. Free Leroy. <laughs> um anyways. Oh right. Peyton Manning, first time in. Mm-hmm. Uh first ballot. Welcome. Contributor uh Bill Nunn, wide receiver Drew Pearson, and cornerback safety Chuck Charles Woodson. Congrats. First time on the ballot as well. Oh wait, no. Yeah, that was his first time on the ballot as well. Yep. That's deserved. Yeah, that definitely. Is, that is deserved. Sure. Do we have any he was the greatest? Uh, not Dion no more. If you want, uh, hey, look, Charles. If you if you want to argue Charles Woodson versus Deion Sanders, that is an argument that I would love to sit in the stands for as that debate takes place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm here for the argument. Like, 
we can have it like mm. Mm. oh i just had an idea don't let me forget to tell y'all when we stop recording because it could be interesting do we have any blow the whistles this week no ma'am just the hall of famers for not burning uh leroy <laughs> all right so in that case let's get into the tech top five Five, four, three, two, one. Tech top five. I feel like there may have been a unanimous number one pick, but I don't know yet. We gon' we gon' we gon' we gon' we'll see. Last out. week's tech top five was looking at the greatest black basketball coaches. Mm-hmm. Ken, you won the poll last week, so congrats. Hey, sir. the world, let's get it. Congrats, We go for three P. This week. As mentioned earlier, because it's a holiday episode, as we're treating this as a holiday episode, we're going to be having a draft. So first, we need to establish our draft order. I have a random number generator up. I have a roll button. Who wants their number first? Me. Tim? You too. Hey. Next. Might as well go on with tag order. Yeah. Okay, Eric? You won. I am... Three. Come on, man. And Ken is four. Hey. <laughs> All right. Hey, that's the way it worked out. So this week we are doing black romance movies. It's Valentine's Day weekend. We are drafting yeah. movies. So yeah. your- <laughs> <laughs> it's a weekend with your boo. Y'all picking out a movie. <laughs> so I'm very curious. So this is gonna be this is gonna be fun. Trying to be a director. <laughs> Tim with the number one draft pick. No, Eric got it. Yes, Eric got it. Oh, yeah, Eric uh, remembered. Yeah, that's right. First pick, I select Love and Basketball. I figured that would be the number one pick. Of course. <laughs> what was the number one? It, had, it wasn't your number one? Mm-hmm. I'm rolling with Best Man. That's a great one. Okay, okay, okay. Take that off my list. What I can, can I ask y'all to type y'all stuff into the doc as you uh okay. as you draft because I gotta I gotta maintain my draft board you know what I'm saying. The doc. <laughs> 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 All right, so loving basketball is off the list. Mm-hmm. What did you say? What did you pick? I picked uh, best man. Best man's off the list. Yeah, that's a good one. Though. Wait, okay. remember it's two of those. Wait, no, it's only one best man. My bad. No, it's two best man. Oh, yeah, it is two. It's two. So which man, one? I'm mean, using original. Both? The original, I'm assuming, because no, he didn't the say other holiday. one has a different title, though. Yeah. Okay, best. <laughs> best man. That's right, a different bet. one. Okay. I'm gonna go ahead and just grab Poetic Justice because that's a classic. Okay. Where's the Where's the tech, the top five section? I don't see it in here. It's at the top. All right. So, Love and Basketball, Best Man, and Poetic Justice are off the board. Ken, what do you have? And then also remember, you get the first pick in the second round as well. So you get back to back picks. I am going to go with Love Jones. And I am going to go um, How Stella Got a Groove Back. Hey, I'm not mad at it. Oh, I didn't even think about that one. I used to love it. I'm him. not mad at that. So what I'm going to do right here is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to swerve a little bit. Mm. Which one of these movies do I think is more likely to be off the board by the time I come back around? Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. So I'm going to just go ahead and pick Boomerang. That's a good one. Yeah, that was on mine, too. That's a good one. All right. Tim, it's on you. Wait until you see Dang it! 
Dang it! Dang it, Tim! Oh, Dang that it! That's Dang why I should have went first. I don't know why I didn't. I, I said Dang. That's a good one. Oh, I got, I got one though. Is that a romance movie? It yeah. definitely counts. They yeah. all having yeah. uh, the whole movie about relationships. <laughs> the whole movie's about relationships. <laughs> And there's definitely like, oh, let's watch what you take tonight. You know, like, yeah, definitely. Come on now. Go on now. Go it's on about now. relationships falling oh, apart and yeah. not coming together. Get your shit. Hey, there's love in the end. And it's with your friends and at the end. I mean, if that counts, then I, I can add some stuff to my list. because I, I that shit. But anyway, uh, brown sugar. Brown sugar. That was next. Yeah. yeah that was, that that was next. That was uh, when I was deciding between where I was like, which one will be going first, Boomerang or Brown Sugar? And I went with Boomerang because I felt that oh, Tim and Ken were going to go for those. But uh, And the one I add to my list is The Wood. Like, if, if Wayne that counts. Sales, that counts. Yeah, that counts. The Wood definitely counts. That's what it's about relationships. Movie. Yeah, it's about relationships. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Eric. You're bringing the bike. Or, I mean, uh, Tim. I was say, I picked two. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my bad. Um, then I'm gonna roll with Queen of Slim. Damn it. You ain't shit. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. Let me There's nobody likes the ending of that movie though. I never saw it. I didn't see it either. I it just heard it. It really, yeah. but no, I don't like the end of the, I mean, you know what? It was a good ass movie because people don't like the end of the movie, but it was it was a good the ass movie. movie was still oh. No, it was, it was a good movie. It was a good ass movie. Hey, I'm gonna trust y'all. I'm gonna trust y'all. I'm gonna go ahead and grab. Hmm. Hmm. Let me get. Why did I get married? Okay. Oh, you're in. I get Tyler Perry some credit on that one. That's the best movie he ever made. Yeah, facts. All right, Ken, uh-huh. you get back to back. I will say, Best Man Holiday. Mm-hmm. Man, that crying ass movie, man. Hey, bro, I, 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 I cried off that shit, bro. I, we saw that in the theater, and I had my head on my husband's shoulder, like throughout, like the last. But his his whole arm was just wet when we got up. Like I was bawling. Like the ending of that movie, it it was too man. And we watched it recently, and damn, it'll hit the same. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. He's like, fuck this movie, dude. I'm also like that. See, Ken got the crying movie because I'm also like that with how Stella got her groove back. Because when Whoopi, no, because Whoopi character had cancer, remember? And then, oh, yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, spoiler alert. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> 40 years ago. <laughs> Did you say 40 years ago? Movie <laughs> <laughs> came out in our lifetime. Don't you call me yeah, 40, my grandmother used to love that 40 years ago. All right. I think we were like eight. I don't remember how old we were. I know I was a kid, and I remember watching it. And that when I was a kid, it didn't affect me as much. But when I watched it as like an adult, like I was like wrecked. I was like friendship, like friendship, like ending and all that. Like that's it's a tearjerker. Same thing, Best Man Holiday. But anywho, Ken, did you say both of your movies? You said Best Man Holiday, and did you say yo? Oh no, your first um, pick, Jason lyric. I figured that would be on that would be on somebody list. I had to come back around on somebody list. I got okay. one. I hope that nobody picked that one. Is, uh, so seen. I'm gonna go ahead and take the bodyguard. Ah, oh, I got it on there. Okay, that's because a good one. uh, I got a white man. It's Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner down for the people, and also Whitney is in it. That's the most important part because of but the song that Tim is singing right now. Singing the shit <laughs> out there. 
<laughs> Man, listen, I'm gonna tell y'all, I watched that movie. I watched that movie in uh, undergrad when I was going through some things, and I was like in my room. I think I called ten four. I called Sam like, "Girl, the bodyguard," and she was, like, "I don't get it. I don't." What you talking about? You cried at the bodyguard, and then we watched it together, and she was sitting there crying too, like the bodyguard. That's one of her favorite movies. It get, man, it is a great movie. Is it right. my turn? Yes, it is, sir. Think like a man. Strong. Yeah. That's a strong. That's strong. Yeah. That's, a, that's an enjoyable movie. Although I didn't like Definitely. the 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 conversations necessarily like, came out of it, like the you know, but the movie, movie was good. Uh, it's on me. Mm-hmm. Um, you get the last your your last two. Let me get. I think I love my wife. I was just like about to yesterday. I love that movie. I haven't watched it yet, but people seem to like it. Malcolm and Marie. Yo, mm. I just finished that too. Zadaya, toxic. I heard that I movie. Say, I heard they acted her ass off for that shit. Man. I heard that movie give you a headache. Like you've been arguing with somebody. I don't. Yeah. I, like, I don't need that right now. You <laughs> do though. You be like, God damn. Oh wait, bears are impatient about wins. Chicago going impatient with eagles. That's hilarious. You, you said something like thirty minutes ago. Shit, nigga. Shit, <laughs> Last, well, what was your? Oh, he's about to worry. Okay, <laughs> Tim, what is your fifth and final pick in the draft? Um, you know, it's one of my favorites, and I'm gonna go with Deliver Us from Eva. I like that movie too. That's a good movie. That's what LL, right? And, and uh, yeah. Gabrielle Union. Yeah. Okay. Oh, damn. Can I take my pick back? Nope. You locked in, buddy. All right, so I'm going to end mine. There's a lot of good uh, movies that fit into this category, and I'm torn between a few of them right now. Hmm. If somebody don't pick it, can I pick it? No, you locked in. (laughs) It means you're done. I'm going to go ahead and go with a thin line between love and hate. God damn it. <clears throat> All right. I got a backup. I'm ready. Um, hold on. Do you have a backup? No, tell me you have a backup. Yeah, um, the photograph. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. I haven't watched that yet. I want to see it. That's an amazing movie, Brian. I ain't gonna lie to you. I heard that movie is like the opposite of Malcolm and Marie. Yeah, it is. Like, it's this is about opposite. like pure, like pure black love. Like, ain't one no, you know, cheating or cussing or arguing. (laughs) Yeah, just pure love. All right. So, Eric, what was, uh, out of curiosity, what was the movie that you thought of afterwards that you wanted to try to switch out? uh, Two can play that game. That was on my short list as well. Okay, fuck that one, right? I feel like I should get it. That was with, uh, nope. That was with, uh, Boris Chestnut Chestnut and Vivica Fox. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some other great black romantic movies. If y'all have any others that y'all had on y'all list, go ahead and throw them out. But I also had Moonlight on my list. I had Just Right with Queen Latifah yeah, in common. Beyond the Lights. Yep, Jump in the Broom. Yeah. Oh, what else? The was? Brothers. The the the, the fake night. wood. Yeah. The fake wood. The Brothers. About last night. I have. Well, you seen them about last night? He has. I haven't. Yeah, about last night is good. I had it done on. Hitch. Oh, I don't know why they put Hitch on my list. That's my shit. Breaking all the rules, which is a movie I feel like you would really like, Tim. 
in my head, like that's a movie that you I've, love with Jamie Foxx. Like those old ones, stuff like yeah, I've seen those. I've seen Breaking All the Rules. And what I was debating on with well, my last pick was actually selecting Purple Rain. You could hear that could have been one. Because technically, the, if you look at the thing about the plot of Purple Rain, singer meets girl, falls yeah. in love with girl, girl wants a career, starts dating his enemy, singer leaves girl. <laughs> they hmm. say some hurtful stuff to each other. He apologizes through song after he works out his daddy issues. They get back together in the movie. Like, and I won't. Man. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's a lot of good, a lot of good black romant- romantic movies. Yeah. So, Definitely. I don't know. I miss Hitch. Too I don't know. Like, Hitch, yeah. Hitch seemed like something else would be on your list. Yeah, Hitch is like, that would to be one of my verbatim movies. <laughs> but let's read through our list before we close out. So, <clears throat> with the first pick, Nah, you can delete to complete a game. That's not on the list. What's, what's, what's the list, though? We go five. <laughs> this nigga put in the parentheses like I, I don't control how to grab. Anybody go see that here? No draft picks, please. Yeah, so Love and Basketball, Brown Sugar. Thank you, sir. Wood. I think I love my wife. And to play that game? No, nope, Malcolm no, and Marie. Malcolm and Marie. <laughs> <laughs> Malcolm and Marie. Right. Tim, you had the second pick. What was your your selections? All right, best man, waiting to excel, Queen and Slim, think like a man, and deliver us for me. I like that you got a a nice mix of like different ones. Brown sugar is really. I'm looking at brown sugar. That's that's really. I love that movie. I went third. I had Poetic Justice, Boomerang, Why Did I Get Married, The Bodyguard, and A Thin Line Between Love and Hate. First of all, uh, I meant to say about the thin line between love and hate. Like, if you think that the woman is justified, we can't be friends. <laughs> Not justified completely. I can see why she she's sad. I understand why she's angry, but yeah, that's, yeah, I understand yeah, why yeah. she's angry, but I'm not saying you can start doing everything that she did. You, you, it's Bobby Brown was funny as hell. Bobby Brown was excellent in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was a perfect role for him. Just dude. dancing in cutscenes <laughs> at a club. Yeah, go on, Bobby. Yeah, and then yeah. Ken, you had the fourth pick. What was your your draft selection? Um, yes, I have Love Jones at one, two. How Stella got a groove back. Uh, three, Best Man Holiday. Four, Jason's lyric. Um, and then at five, the paragraph. I mean, I'm the really, um, photograph. I'm really curious to see how people vote on these lists. I feel like every yeah. list is, is pretty. Like, every list has a movie on there where I'm like, dang, I really love that movie. And it makes mm-hmm. me hard to to actually pick from one. Yeah. So Make sure y'all participate, too. Let us know. Yeah, for sure. And let sure. us know yours, too. How about that? Let us know your, your five favorites. Since, you know, yeah. we drafted. We, this isn't our, like, our favorite, you know, yeah. black romant, romantic movie. Maybe we can do that next year. Mm-hmm. Or do it after sweetest day. <laughs> sweetest day. Sweetest day. Um, but yeah, that's the show for this week. We hope y'all enjoyed. As a reminder, make sure that y'all like, follow, rate, and review us everywhere that you can. We really, really appreciate it when y'all take the time out to do that. Mm-hmm. It's a free way to support the pod and it helps us grow in more ways than you can imagine. So thank y'all who have already done that and thank you to all that will. Yes. Hope y'all enjoyed the show. Another reminder, download that good news app. Catch us on here live next week, Tuesday. We will remind y'all again on social media, so don't worry about it. It's going to be the last time you hear about it. Unless you listen to this episode like a month after we dropped it, in which case, (laughs) irrelevant. But you still download that, but you know, it's it's old news at this point. (laughs) Anyways, if you want to follow me on social media, you can catch me 
Wait a minute. On Twitter, at Camille Monet, C-A-M-I-L-L-E-M-O-N-A-E, or Cash App. <laughs> because your mom is fancy. <laughs> <laughs> or Cash App. Or Cash App. I didn't forget about that. You give me Cash App. I post better on Twitter. That's all you get? Um, everyday underscore gentleman on Instagram, K Harris two sixteen on Twitter and Snapchat. And it's your boy, T I M K I N Z the number three A K S Ketchup A K A Mister Give It To Me. Ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun. Pew pew pew. We'll see y'all next week, dog. Dog, <laughs> y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.